Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. You might know us from our funny family YouTube videos, like Christmas jammies. All those things. We, I mean, we say they're funny. Maybe they're not even really funny. I hope that some people enjoy them. They're like two minutes long. They're meant to make you laugh. This is a podcast a lot longer. It's meant to make you laugh and hopefully think a little. Yes, our, our whole intention with these things is just showing you how we're making efforts to live life better. If you find them helpful or at least a little entertaining, will you take a screenshot and share it on Instagram, tag us at the Holderness family. We do our best to mention or to comment on every single one. Also, if you could leave us a rating and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, it's a purple button. It helps us so much. It helps other people find them and we would be forever in your debt. So today we're trying to live a better life by doing something insane. Well, doing <laughs> uncomfortable. How about uncomfortable. that? Uncomfortable yeah. and just and learning to live in discomfort and putting yourself in a position that is just scary. And it all begins with a decision to go on stage and be part of an iconic theatrical production. And for that reason, we start with this song. It's astounding. Thanks for subscribing. Today, we're talking about comfort zones. <laughs> so listen closely. For like 40 minutes long, we're about to start the show. Just press record. Can <laughs> we begin with a song? Usually it's kind of short. <laughs> but this one is too long. And so we're gonna beat out. We're gonna beat right now. I love it. I hope people get 
the reference? I mean, there's a whole generation, I think, who have not experienced this production. Rocky Horror Show? Yeah, there's a, there's a fair number of people. And the people, so the Rocky Horror Picture Show, cult, wonderful, classic, people know the choreography, and my favorite part of that song is watching you actually do the choreography in your chair. <laughs> oh, was I just doing it? Yes. Okay. There are some pelvic thrusts. There's a reason for that. On this show, we've been, there's been this theme of show your work and dragging my husband, if you can visualize this, kicking and screaming down the path of just self enlightenment. Doesn't that sound inspirational to everyone? Don't you want to do this in your family? Don't you hear Kim's words and say, wow, they are so in sync? We got this. We got this. The truth is we're, we are about as in sync as we can be on some things. And this, as you said, has been a process that I resist. <laughs> well, here, here's my thing. Here's my thing, friends, is that... Our goal with this podcast, with our videos, is to just Tell show you. Tell your husband what he's doing wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> show your work. I'm show joking. Your I, work. Know, I know it's not No, that. but our goal is just to show what it's really like because I really resist this idea that it's supposed to look easy. I was, I love podcasts and I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was, I love the business podcast mm -hmm. and they were talking to a photographer and the photographer's like, listen, these posts you put on Instagram, you're supposed to make it look like it's easy. It's supposed to look like it's easy. And I literally ripped the headphones out of my head because I was like, no, it is not easy. It's supposed to, maybe this like effortless thing is very aspirational, but any photo we do, any somebody actually um, emailed saying, how do you keep your house so clean during these shoots? We get help. Well, first of all, we have we have people, we have a nice person that comes to our house and helps us keep it clean. Also, when we do these shoots, we I have to clean by section. Yeah. Because I'm like, what are you seeing in the background? And I literally take an arm and just like swipe off everything out of the counter. I, I'm I'm actually very grateful that you do that. Right. Because I have to move 27 lights, 15 tripods, and eight cameras and four lenses in like six different directions. So we kind of conquer it by team. And maybe we're doing a disservice by moving the crap out of the way well, maybe I in always, these shoots i mean you definitely you're, you're the one who's like let's make it look perfect well i mean and like you refuse. i don't want it to be distracting Th this is why i think we should film more in the garage oh my god it is i i think that would really give hey, people wait, a I, so idea. i really want to do a video because i am very annoyed with our garage and our attic and like an attic clean out video but pen says that it would be boring but i <laughs> am i'm super into oh my gosh, attic you just did that so you would have your kim know, nation you right guys, in and say kim, stop hashtag it. kim nation hey kim nation that's a boring video I no, I'm sorry. Not. Boring video. Um, so anyway, anyway, I have this like little thing on my sink where I put my rings at, at night. It says like growth or, or like growth happens at the edge of your comfort zone or something like really like. I agree with that. Uh, yes. So right now, Penn is in the discomfort zone. Oh, my gosh. I'm so uncomfortable. He is so uncomfortable. You guys. He, I, I am so excited because he has stepped out of his comfort zone. He is playing a role in the Rocky Horror Show, which is a musical, and he's playing one of the lead roles, right? One yeah. of the bigger characters, and he's singing, and he's dancing, and he's living his Broadway dream at age 43. Which, to this point, is a nightmare. No, it um, is not. So, no, well, let but, me, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I know, you, I'll let you interview No, me no, 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 but, but I think the purpose of this 
episode is, you know, many times we hear from people who say, oh, looking back on that part of my life, that was really awkward and uncomfortable, but man, how I grew. We are in that awkward, uncomfortable phase right now. And I feel like almost as a time capsule, I want to know what's going on in your head so I can play this for you a month from now after it was a huge smashing success. And I can say, see, I told you so. Yeah. Or it will give me something to listen to while I'm in the hospital with a hernia. Anyway, before we get to that, we we just want to thank our new sponsor, uh, when the folks from RX Bar reached out to us, we were really excited because we eat them, we love them. I love their marketing because I'm really big on ingredients, and the front of the bar is the ingredients. Yes, RX Bar is a whole food protein bar made with real whole ingredients, things like egg whites, dates, and it's all listed on the front of the package. I love the peanut butter bar. That's my favorite snack. Penn loves the coconut chocolate. Oh, yeah. And did you know that there's a kid's line as well? Our kids love, so Lola, her favorite is blueberry. Penn Charles loves the peanut butter chocolate, and they taste so good. They're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, no artificial colors, flavors, preservatives, or fillers. Yeah, and RX Bar is offering you an exclusive pack of six adult bars and four kid bars so the whole family can have some. Uh, for 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash holderness, H-O-L-D-E-R-N-E-S-S, and enter promo code HOLDERNESS. At checkout, and you got some bars. Yeah, one more time, rxbar.com slash holderness. Enter promo code holderness at checkout, and yeah, get your get your hands on some bars. Can I also say, I'm just like one of those guys, I can't eat a lot of like added sugar, yeah. and I can't eat a lot of dairy, right? and they don't put it in there. I know. Okay, so tell Which, people what the role is and all that good sure. stuff. Sure, okay, so if you haven't watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show, um, you should. It is it's wonderful and weird. Not a family film. Right. Not yeah. a family no, film. No, no, it's not. And it, I think teenagers could watch it. I think there are things that you can learn, especially as a teenager, about self-expression and and fitting, you know, not caring whether or not you fit in. There's some there's some great themes when it comes to that. Absolutely. Our kids will not be going to this play. There's too much bad language and there's some suggestive uh, sexual imagery that we're just not going to like. Daddy doesn't need to have his kids watching this. <laughs> we're already traumatizing <laughs> right. them. It was, this, it was this iconic film with uh, Tim Curry, who some and of Susan you. Susan Sarandon? And, yeah, Susan Sarandon. And uh, yeah, and like that Barry guy. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll get away from that and say that at the same time that the movie was happening, Tim Curry was also playing the role of Frankenfurter, this kind of giant uh, transvestite from uh, another planet on the West End in London. So it was a play long before us but there's been a recent revival of the play and now it's at the point where it is touring and there was a deal with a local theater in Cary, north carolina where they are putting on the production in conjunction with theater raleigh they've flown in a director from new york from new york a choreographer from new york uh the lead actor is from new york and chicago so these people are all um experienced some of them on broadway okay but pen you were from Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah. You make Facebook videos. I know. Isn't that okay. funny? So no, I, I'm so glad you said that because there was this moment where we all introduced ourselves. And, every, and you know, they, it got around to me. And I think they probably know who I am, right? Do you know who I am? I, I didn't do that. I'm Johnny McBorgalugi. No, I'm not. Jo- oh, good old Johnny McBorgalugi. <laughs> But I, I, I wasn't like I'm Penn. I'm Penn. Obviously, I was just like I'm Penn. I play Riff Raff, and there was a, they're just the the looks were like, hmm, wh- how's this gonna go? 
Um, and it should be. And so, you know, from, from the get go, I've been anxious and nervous and questioning my abilities. And I know it's your job and you're going to do it. You're going to tell me that I'm wonderful. Um, I wasn't actually going to say that. Oh, good. I'm kidding. (laughs) Good. But it is way outside my comfort zone because not only do I have to sing, if this was just a karaoke night, Dang. By the way, I'm good. I think what we should do for like an event one time is have a meetup, but make it a karaoke meetup because my man can (laughs) bring it on karaoke night. Well, and also, I've always got you with me as like a backup dancer and my hype person. Yeah, I know. So, this, but this is not a karaoke performance. This is not a karaoke performance. In fact, I was told by the director last night that I shouldn't close my eyes when I sing. I did. Apparently, my eyes are constantly closed when I'm singing high notes. At least, like I'm well, just. Well, yeah. I mean, but it's a big, it's a big place. Nobody's right. going to see that. So, so I'm, I'm giving you permission to ignore that note. I'm kidding. Good. I'm kidding, directly. Well, okay, good. Bottom line, I have to sing. Okay with that. I mean, I've gotten some help with that, but I'm I'm okay with that. Dance. I'm okay with some of it. Like it's You know I, I fell in love with you when I saw you do the worm. Right. Like dancing is your jam. I tried. They were like, Do you have like a weird dance move that you do? And I tried doing the worm and Abby was like, No, no, not that. No, no. What? So, no, it's fine. It just wasn't in character for like I've got a hunch on my back. But I, wouldn't it be funny? So I yeah. I play Riff Raff, who's this he's a hunchback murderer. Um So clearly you identify with your character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he has to sing, dance, and then he also has this subversive relationship with the main character where he eventually kills him and all of the people who he cares about. Spoiler alert! I, <laughs> <laughs> if so, you haven't seen right. the movie in like yeah. 20 years Go, or have, yeah. And honestly, it's like the end doesn't really, people aren't like, whoa! They're just like, what the heck even happened the last two hours? Right. Like our director doesn't even know 100% what this is about. Most people don't. Like there's, there's, fan fiction pages and theory pages about what's going on. Like, do I have a sexual relationship with my sister? Apparently I do, according to the internet. Okay, so this is a family podcast. This is not a family show. Yes. Anyway, so I have to act, and I have to put all of those things in every word that I say. And my words are very simple, and they're very subtle. I'm not simple. I'm not subtle. I'm not quiet. So I don't know how to act. It's been a week, and I'm still struggling to find who my character is. Do I sound like an actor now? That I'm you, that? Yeah. Uh, it's like so fascinating. So here's how this applies to the people that are listening. First, I believe in life that real progress happens when you get uncomfortable. Yes. Right. Yes. But when we, when, when we are currently sitting in the seat of discomfort, man, is that hard? And to be able to see, to be able to kind of step back and go, oh wait, this is this is like where I'm growing. Because like when I get uncomfortable, when I get stressed out, when I know I'm taking a big swing and I'm nervous, my reaction is to eat. <laughs> I eat my feelings. Yeah. And and so I'll eat or I'll I'll have a couple Glass of, of drinks. Yeah. And I'll I'll kind of feed myself so I don't have to feel that. And I know that. And I know that like when I get nervous and when I get stressed and if I'm in this like dis- seat of discomfort, that's how I act out. How do you deal with being uncomfortable? I get defensive. I I can second that. Right. Like we had a hour and a half long, I'll call it discussion. Some marriages might call it a fight yesterday. Sure. In which we were saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Both of us. Both of us. 
both of us. And, and I was like, oh, and then it took me at some point I stopped and I, I like kind of giggled to myself. I'm like, oh, wait, he's going through some stuff that has nothing to do with this discussion. I'm going to back off. And that's what happened. That's, But that's not really what it was about. Do you want to get back going on this? No, 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 okay. no. But I'm just saying okay. that like that that's that's when you are in the seat of discomfort. I, right. And I've listen, you tell me when I get defensive and I'm actively trying to get better at it. You are actively trying to get passive aggressive. Well, no, but, it, but <laughs> passive aggressive is even worse than getting defensive. I know. And so I got man last night. I got um, there, there were about 40 notes. We went through the entire first act. And 35 of them were for me. And at, I remember at the end, like she, she had one more note for me. And I, and I, I didn't know what to do. I was like, I, I could have nodded and smiled, but I looked down, I wrote it and I went like this, which if you can't see it, it's a thumbs up. I looked down and I gave a thumbs up and I hope that Abby didn't think of that as passive aggressive, but thinking back on it, I wasn't meant to be, but I think I am just like a, secretly that was your thumb, but secretly you it wanted it to be the middle finger. Fi- it, it, was, wasn't, it wasn't. I love you finger. As it's, you I mean, it, it. listen, it was frustrating because she gave technical and character notes to 15 people mm-hmm. and more than half of them were directed toward me. And I, I, I've asked her to be like, to be go hard on me. Like, yeah. give me, give me everything I need. But it was just a, it was a tough realization that the person who needs the most work and I know that I need the most work. But to have it like in writing now that I need the most work, uh, that is also outside my comfort zone. I am usually the teacher's pet, man. Like yeah. I'm in a class, I'm usually in the top 10 percentile. But you never had to do jazz hands in a class. Oh, jazz hands are a dream. These are like some of the stuff we're doing. It's, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, but, but, but honestly, most of the notes were about the character and, and trying to find it. And how does this as a human being, it's all a process, you grow, you learn yeah. and knowing that you're going through this process, which you've always, I mean, when it comes down to it, I think if you could have had a few lives to live, one of them would have been on Broadway. You would have been a Broadway kid. Well, I have this, I have a feeling when I'm watching a Broadway show that is, I, I think a lot of people get it, but it, it's unlike any other feeling I can sit there and connect and laugh and cry. And my blood, like my blood rushes faster and my pulse goes up. Uh, and I was, I did some theater stuff when I was growing up. I was not encouraged to continue that by my family. Uh, I was but, told quite blatantly that that was not a good way of life. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I could have rebelled and done something different, but I, I ended up, trying to do the rat race for a little bit. Well, and I, I, I think back on that, and I think that's one of the, in my life, and when we grew up, you grew up in North Carolina, I grew up in Florida, and the only way to be a performer, really, back in the day, in the 80s, you had to live in New York or L.A. Yeah. Now, kids can become, now kids can, and not to become a star, not that that's not what it is, but kids can put on amazing performances every day on YouTube and they can create and they can do all these things. And they have, there is a world of opportunity that exists now that you and I didn't have. Yes. That's a great point. Yeah. To that point, YouTube, you have an edit button that you can push YouTube. You have cuts that you can make. You have mistakes that you can forget about and just take the best things and put them together. Right. YouTube, you can put your audio, which we're using right now, through uh, Logic, which is an audio recording thing. We're going to do like, you know what? Actually, we're going to do a little, uh, we're going to do something fun right now. Okay. I'm going to sing something, and then you're going to hear it again. Okay. Zhuzhed up. 
Okay. okay. So so give me a, give me a song that you want me to. I sing. think I would love to hear part of Time Warp from the great. Rocky Horror great. Show. Great, great. All right. So this is what I'm going to back up from the mic. I'll do like one of the harder notes. And okay. it's about up here. By the way, the entire song is out of my. The entire play is out of my range. It's a, a tenor, and they cast a baritone. I don't know if that means anything to you, but it, it means nothing to me. Okay. Sing. Okay. Okay. Here we dance, go. monkey, dance. I remember doing the time warp, drinking those moments when. Okay. That was amazing. No, no, no. I was so happy. No, no, sing, sing it from the beginning. I want to hear it all. It's astounding. First of all, what should that be? Should I sound like Richard O'Brien from the movie, or should I sound British? It's astounding. Or should I sound French? It's astounding. Ooh. Time is fleeting. Ooh, I kind of like the French. Madness takes its toll. Oh, no, don't sound French. But listen closely. Don't sound French. Sound. See, it works for a second, and then it doesn't work. Go, go. Well, hang on. Like, I've, got a, I've, got a, I've got a pitch oh, correct. Oh, sorry, 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 so, sorry. All right, so that last part that you heard where my voice did not sound good, Here's what it I thought it sounded like. Just, 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 okay. Here's what it sounds like. I remember doing the time warp, drinking those moments away. Right, so professional sounding. No, that's like not that that sounds very produced. I loved your first one. Well, that's nice to hear. Um the, anyway, it's very high. Uh, and again, the music is not what, that's not the real comfort zone that I'm struggling with. It's keeping up with the ability to learn and the dance moves. And most importantly, like how good everyone is at acting with their voice and with their bodies and with their minds, like all doing the same thing at the same time with no problem whatsoever. Let me say this. It takes real guts to be the worst one in the room. Right. I don't believe you are. I believe you're doing an amazing job. But that's why as we get old and crusty to start something is so intimidating. Even I've heard people say, like, I don't it's like intimidating to go to the gym. I get it because it's hard to be the worst person in a class. But you only get better by doing that. So that's why I'm I am sitting on the sideline and I'm just so proud of you for putting yourself out there and taking such a huge swing because I think you're going to rock it. You're, I mean, you've, you sang Christmas jammies. I mean. Oh, boy. That's, oh, boy. That has prepared you for life on I, the stage. I've got, I've got a, a real tough reality check for you. People like our music, not just because it's a, a family having a great time together and dancing and singing, but also because it's a little bit over the top cringy. Yeah. And um, so... If we were too good, if I was really good at what I did, we probably wouldn't get as many. You're saying views. we we are average, and so therefore we're, we are relatable. I think it's useful. I think Stop. it is. I think it is. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm fine with that. By the way, like I love the way that uh, YouTube has has taken people who have dreams of being what they are now and given them opportunities by just being themselves. Mm -hmm. You know. And we're kind of ourselves on steroids. This this platform is probably the most of ourselves we've ever been. I feel like myself when I'm on stage. I'm very comfortable and That's... I love being on stage. But we haven't. We're not on stage. We're like in the studio practicing and seeing. You're talking about show your work. The work that they do and the product that they get from it is so amazing and so 
hard. So how will this, do you think, when you listen back to this in a month and the show is over, by the way, the show is the 26th and 27th, and we'll put a link for tickets in the description. There's two shows. When this, when these shows are over, what do you think you're going to look back on this? And I, I know for a fact that you're going to be thrilled you did it. Yeah, I'll be thrilled I did it. I hope there won't be some sort of write-up <laughs> about what the heck was this guy doing in the show? Because um, I know that the people around me, like you, are going to say, wow, I'm so proud of you. You did great. I I would love it if if people outside of my family thought I did great. But I, as I'm sitting here saying it, I really shouldn't care. Like I should right. care that I did the best that I could. And right? and that is my point when I when people email us all the time saying, I want to start a blog. I want to start a Facebook page. And that's like really the core of what I'm getting to here is that when people say like, oh, I want to start making my own videos, like what advice do you have? And my advice 100% of the time is just do it because A, no one cares. <laughs> well, and I don't mean to say that in a dis- disrespectful way, but what I mean, like in a nicer way to say that is nobody's really watching yeah. because they're, I am so self, self-absorbed with what I'm doing that if you screw up a line on stage, I'm not going to know. Right. Really? And if the person listening wants to start blogging or they want to start a YouTube channel and they want to talk or they want to start an Etsy shop, in the beginning, you have such a small audience that it's not – and people are – like, you can't be ashamed of yourself for having tried and failed. Like, I think I would – right? You just made a really good point, and it has it, – it made me think of something else that maybe the root of the problem, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I don't – I really don't care if I try something and mess up and – I suffer. Right. Right. There are, I want to get the number right. I think, I think there are 15 of us who are doing this show and there's 20 more who are in the back doing stage work and whatever. So probably 40 people really like intimately connected to this show. Mm -hmm. I don't want to let them down. Of course. I don't want to let them down by messing up that move and making their number not work. I don't want to let the actors down by not giving them what they need to take that moment and roll to the next spot. Uh And let me say, I've been there for a week and I haven't gotten anything but support and encouragement and even like passion to want to help. This guy sent me like a worksheet, Mm -hmm. the guy who plays Frank with with all these possibilities um, of how to become a better actor. Reading a worksheet's not going to transform me to a better actor, but they are like, I don't know if maybe they all got together and they were like, hey, let's help Penn. No. But, 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 and if they did, it's amazing. I'm glad they did, but they've been nothing, nothing but supportive. And because of that, I just don't want to let them down. Right. I want to, I want to give them what they need to be up there. My, my second piece of advice when people say like, oh, I want to start this thing is just do it because nobody, nobody's really watching you, especially in the beginning. And also practice because. And practice being just putting yourself out there. We started our business, my business partner, Sharon and I, with presentation skills training and public speaking training. And we did a lot of work. We would record people and watch them. And there's nothing like seeing yourself doing it. But there's also no replacing just doing it. And I think, I bet... The more you just get comfortable with this, by the time the show comes on the 26th it's and 27th. Two, it's so crazy. It's, it's two, two weeks, weeks away. I, I mean, I guess you could say, like, we got through the entire first act in a week. Yay. Right. I have a smaller load in the second act. I have less to do. So, like, next week, I'm just going to, over and over again in my head, try to get this right and try to get comfortable. 
and maybe maybe it'll happen, but it's it's a really quick turnaround, and most of these people are used to a quick turnaround. I need like a year. Stop. To get into this character, to figure out who it is. I think that as you're sitting here in the seat of discomfort, <laughs> um, I I think like so. Again, we don't really get the opportunity. We rarely get the time to kind of like self-reflect while we're going through something. You know, again, I usually eat my feelings and drink my feelings when I'm sitting and, you know, about to take this big swing. But what are you doing to kind of make sure that you're like putting your, you know, making the most of this experience? Uh, I have, I've tried to monitor. It's funny. I've tried to monitor my diet, although I need to start packing my own dinner because I've tried a new restaurant every night and I've realized that it's just way better when my wife cooks for me as far as health is concerned. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love cooking. So he's not saying that like in a barefoot and pregnant way. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely cutting down on beer. Mm -hmm. Um, and because that's for my voice and I'm the main thing, like when people are taking breaks now, I'm staying in there and trying to go over, uh, go over the moves mm-hmm. by myself in a corner. I must look like a crazy person yeah. when I'm doing this, but I, I'm like taking some of the breaks instead of taking a break. I'm, I'm trying to catch up. I'm okay. trying to play catch up. Um, but, but otherwise, no, I'm, I'm not doing anything different. I like, oh, you know, we still have this job. I'm still doing, uh, podcasts and editing mm-hmm. and writing and doing everything else. And so I'm pretty busy. Yeah. It's a good quality. Maybe I should do something. Well, okay. So like punch, punch punch a bag. So so the advice to people sitting in discomfort are just just do it and walk the walk and then no one cares. And then I also play this little game and I think it's what you taught me, which is like what is the absolute worst thing that could happen? Yes. And the absolute worst thing that could happen A is not going to happen, but B isn't so terrible. No, you're right. You're right. I, I think – I hope that I have lowered expectations about what's going to happen, like about what, how good I'm going to be. I hope there's a general understanding that like I'm not a professional Broadway um, performer. You're sandbagging yourself. But, well, I, you know why? Because I, I want to fit in. I don't want to disappoint people. Mm. And – and I would love to go out there and, and someone say, wow, I have no idea that that guy isn't part of this group. Like mm-hmm. he looks like he fits right in. And so that's, that's my, that's, that's my hope for the best. The worst, I could honestly, um, be carted off the stage with a major hernia <laughs> from the notes that I am singing. And they may have to just finish the show without riffraff because his intestines have fallen onto the floor, onto the stage. I am insanely proud of you for taking this swing and being being open to trying something new and i would challenge the people listening to do that thing that scares you Mm -hmm. because there's a lot about like how i think fear isn't a bad thing it's fear is only a bad thing if it holds you back yeah and i know times in my life where just being scared to fail has held me back on things like little things but i think it's easy to i think you should practice being afraid and you should practice trying something new and whether that's starting at a new gym that you're afraid you're going to fall off the treadmill and trying that or asking for a new job or more responsibilities or starring in a musical i think that that's a Good way to practice being afraid. Well, thank you. You know, this has been so interesting because you really have been the reassuring voice for me over the last few weeks, and I want to thank you for that. And in this podcast, even, you just sound like this 
incredible example of, of stepping out of your comfort zone. You're even, it's like physically, you're like three feet higher than me because I'm sulking in my chair and you're sitting up like this towering kind of Wonder Woman figure telling me what to do and I'm, I'm accepting it all with open arms and I thank you for that. And, you know, I know that when, when I ask you to do something outside your comfort zone, like, <laughs> like start taking coming. tennis lessons, which <laughs> I've asked you to coming. do maybe 47 times, that you're going to do it when it's uh, time to do it. So here's You've, the thing. Like, the, <laughs> here's the thing. Oh my gosh. Who has time? No, you're right. You are absolutely right. It is outside of my comfort zone. I will be terrible. I think there's also just like, I think here's the thing. Should we like rewind really quickly and let people know what this is a bit of an inside joke. Kim asked me to go on this, this voyage of growth and self discovery. The only thing I asked her to do was take tennis lessons but like, or a tennis lesson because it's become a big part of my life and I want her to, to be part of it too. Which is so, I mean, can you imagine if your husband picked up a new hobby and loved it and loved you enough that he wanted you to be part of it? How amazing is that? All you have to do is do it. <laughs> So it's so funny because you just gave me this oh, such great advice. It's good advice. But here, and I'm just so glad that you're going to do it now because you can't not do I, it. Okay. So you. I think when people are afraid to do something, it's something they really want to do. They want to start a blog. They want to start a <laughs> podcast. Okay. Because they really want to do it. I just really don't want to take tennis. <laughs> I want to do it for you and uh-huh. I love you. Okay. But there's no other reason I would do it. Well, I really didn't want to go on the growth conference with you. <laughs> the growth conference. Well, well, yeah, I'm glad I did. It was outside my comfort zone. Yeah, 100% outside my comfort zone. So is Rocky Horror. I'm I'm living outside my comfort zone, babe. You are tap dancing that, outside your comfort I zone. I am. That may be why I'm like in a different physical. Uh, uh, position, position than you right now. I know. Now. The, the picture, I, I want to paint a picture. I am in a stool with very erect posture. <laughs> Penn is in a chair and sulking, and as his head is actually below. Can I take a picture? Sure, go for I'm it. I'm going to put a picture I, I, right I now. I got to tell you, it's the most comfortable I've been. This he, is a, he's like, this is, I'm in my comfort zone right now. You are I, I like below. Yeah. I can't even see yeah. you on the other side of the desk. Yeah. Okay, I'll post that picture on our Facebook group, guys. There's a Holderness Family Facebook podcast group, which I'm loving, actually, because it's, I love our Facebook page and the videos we do. And I do try to comment on every single comment, but it gets, it's flattering that there'd be a thousand people that would, but at a certain point, it's like hard to keep up with that. But I try, I, I definitely try, but in the podcast group, like I see everything cause it's so small. So I love it. That is cool. Oh, you, our kids are coming up. Yes. Hang on. This is what? <laughs> Come upstairs. Hang on. D- Pen Charles accidentally pulled out his tooth. Okay, this is uh, great. Not, yeah, Speaking tooth. of comfort zones, this is Pen Charles. This is perfect timing. Come so, upstairs, so Pen Charles is uh, normally averse to pain. <laughs> I would say uh, there was a moment with a with a um, a flu shot, or what was what, oh, what happened? Had to, like time down to get a flu shot. Yeah, Come here, buddy. Let and me see. buddy, I am so proud of you. Come no, no, no. Step up, to, step up to the mic. Step up to the mic. What wow. happened? I, I was just wiggling it and it fell out. What did? My tooth. That which, is so awesome. Which one? It's, it's a bottom tooth. Let me see. Open. You are... I'm so... So now he had... Let me paint the picture. It's like his two bottom teeth, his, or her, her, his grown... Her adult teeth. And then... Uh, and get it. No, no. Stay here. We, uh, we got we to talk to you about it. Okay. He's, oh, gonna, he, he's gone now. But he's left me a tooth. It's going to be right back. You have to get the, the tooth fairy pillow. I I made a tooth fairy pillow because I am flipping Martha Stewart. I'm kind of glad. Wait, you mean the tooth fairy made the pillow? 
I made oh, it for okay, the tooth sorry, fairy. Sorry, I was just being careful. The tooth fairy okay. comes. Got it, got it. Okay. When the tooth is in the pillow good. that I created. Very good. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm glad that he came up here because, you know, we really ha- – like our children have – have grown, I think, over the last few months by going outside their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to think of some examples. Oh, Lola and math. Okay, that's a whole separate episode. I don't have... Okay, well, you want to talk about it later? Okay, so, Penn, will you, will you come here and talk to me? Okay. Buddy, so tell me what you think would have happened to you one year ago if that had just happened. Uh, I cried. Yeah? Like, what do you mean? Like, how, like what kind of crying? Like, a few just... Like small tears or? A few small tears. A few small tears? Okay. And now I feel like I'm so proud of you. That was a tough thing for you to do. And you're actually even kind of psyched about it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell, tell me um, exactly what happened. So I was playing this thing. And and then I um, I um, just um, wiggled my tooth a little bit to the, um, um, to the backwards part. And then it just fell out. Really? <laughs> and I grabbed it from my mouth. And I was like, uh, okay. Was it super loose? Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you're you're being a big boy. Maybe we should go watch a PG-13 movie now. Yeah, baby. Psyched about it? Yeah. Me, and, me and Penn Charles are going to go watch uh, First Man when we get out of here. I don't know if it's kid-friendly, but I do know that it's um, about the landing on the moon. And before they did that, they had to they had to get a bunch of people together, didn't they, Penn Charles? What, what, like when there's when there's something in space, what do you have to do? <laughs> no. What do, you, what do you have to do? Yes, you have to assemble the best in your field. Any movie where you have to assemble the best in your field, me and Penn Charles are here for it. Like Geostorm. Yeah, Geostorm. Armageddon. What Armageddon. The Core. The Core is amazing. They actually said in the movie, assemble the best, <laughs> best in your field. field. Yeah. They said it out loud. Yeah. All right, buddy, I'm glad you're feeling okay. We're going to leave for the movie in just a little bit. We'll get some lunch before, okay? okay. All right, love you. Okay. All right, get off the phone, honey. Okay, sorry. Why does your tooth fall out? It kind of feels weird. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Cameo from Penn Charles. Um, okay. So we're going we're gonna to wrap up here in a bit. I want to hear I, more of your songs, please. Really? Yes. Do I you do. have like a guitar or something I can? There was a guitar in our bedroom. Hold on. Okay. Why was there a guitar in our bedroom, baby? I don't, I don't know. While, while she leaves, I'm actually going to get on a, a soapbox about something. Okay. And she can come back and talk about it uh, with me. Because I've gotten a chance to work with the theater community for a week and wherever you are watching us or listening to us uh, do this podcast i want you to identify your local theater group i want you to buy a ticket and i want you to go watch something from a local theater group they are the most talented people in your city and they all have big dreams and they all have a passion for what they do that would make you feel guilty about your passion for whatever it is that you do. Uh, they don't get paid enough. They don't get paid even close to enough. The theaters, there, there's no theater that's like, oh, what are we going to do with all this money? Um, theater people are the best kind of people. They are so inspirational and they're very approachable. So there's a good chance if you go watch a play or a musical where you are, that afterwards you could actually meet the person and you'll think that they're a superhero on stage and then you'll meet them and you're like, oh my gosh, they're just a normal person. And I relate to them. Kim and I really relate to them because we worked in a business before this, the news business, that has the most whacked out supply and demand economic curve on the planet, meaning there's like three jobs and a thousand people who want it. So the people who employ you 
don't have to pay you anything because there's someone dying to have that job right behind you. Yeah. And what, what are you rapping? You want me to wrap up? She gave, you gave me the rap sing, signal. Oh, we got the dog. We got the dog person coming over. Our dog is a nightmare. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> um, but anyway, sorry, I'm off my soapbox. And if you have anything else you want to say about theater people, they're just awesome. I think you they're, should. I think you should send us out with a song, honey. Okay, okay over at the Frankenstein place, my my solo. The darkness must grow. Glow, sorry. The <laughs> darkness must flow down the river of night streaming. Flow Morpheus, slow. Let the sun and light come streaming into my life. Into my life. Over at the Frankenstein place. That's it. That was it. I love it. That was just one of my. Yeah, like I'm first so one. proud of you. We, you know, you guys, a couple things. We have a Facebook group. Search Face Group Holderness Family Podcast. If you are listening to this, you made it this point. Send us a screenshot on Instagram and tag us at the Holderness Family. We comment and we try to on every single one, and we so appreciate you spreading the word on this. If you could leave a rating and review, it helps people find us. Hit that purple subscribe button so it kind of pops up into your subscription feed. We love you and thank you for listening. And honey, I love you. I love you too, baby. I'm so proud. Thank you so much for being that rock and for encouraging me to do this and for really following your Stop words it. up with actions. Stop it. And I just can't wait to hear about that first tennis lesson. It's going to be amazing. I'm giving him the I love you finger. <laughs> um, okay. Go do something outside your comfort zone. Go buy a ticket to local theater. It doesn't matter where you are. Have a great day. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.